right, I got a question for you. <clears throat> I want you to think about this. You can even tell somebody next to you if you want to. What is the best gift you ever opened for Christmas? The best gift you ever opened for Christmas. Think about it. Find somebody next to you. Tell them what it was. And you don't have to be spiritual. We'll talk about Jesus in a minute. All right. So best gift you found under a tree. All right, anybody got anything really interesting? They're like, man, this, this, this is it. We got two here. All right, Kyle. Okay, okay. What'd you get, Caden? An AR-15? All right, so we got, we're going to go see those two guys if the world comes to an end, all right? Anybody else got, got one interesting? You're like, man, I, I got to share this. What you got, Sean? There you go. What you got, Daryl? There we go. A Mickey Mantle glove. We might have to play. There we go. Yeah, if you could catch with that thing, you were Mickey Mantle, right? There you go. All right, Zach. All right, all right. More guns. I'm, I'm seeing a theme over here with you guys. Well, yeah, here we go. Hey, Bob, what you got? <laughs> could, you, could you see Bob McGee with a cowboy suit? Yes. Yes. Bro. <laughs> but, yeah, go ahead. Nice. Third row seats to a Toby Mac concert. All right, all right, yeah. <laughs> she drove a Barbie Jeep into her Christmas tree. How old were you? Somewhere between four and six. So it wasn't last year? Are you sure? Are you Okay, okay. All right, Miss Shirley. There we go. You, the golden books, you remember with the, the spine that was golden on the sides? Miss Shirley said she got one of those about the Christmas story when she was five. She still has it. So uh, here's, here's, I want you to think about those gifts, all right? The ones that come to your mind from your experiences and that you've received and the ones that other people mention that they've gotten. I want you to think about why these things hold value. I want you to think about why you value those things. Okay, And then I want to talk to you about the greatest gift that God has ever given to us. All right. So think about why those things you received, why they hold value or why you hold them dear. Even if they, they aren't of great monetary value, why you loved them so much, why you enjoyed opening them, why you still have them. Think about those things. All right. And I'm going to read to you these few verses out of John chapter 3. Uh, it's verses 16 through 21. It says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. 
For God did not send the Son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through Him. He who believes in Him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already, because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. This is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light, and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light, so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. When we think about the different gifts for Christmas that we've received, and why they hold value, why they were special to us, there might be some different answers, right? Somebody might say, well, this is really expensive. Or somebody might say, well, so-and-so gave me this gift, and they meant a lot to me. Or I didn't expect to get this from them, and so that's why I hold it so dear to me. Somebody might say, I'd always wanted one, and I finally got it, and that's why it was so special. Still, other people might say, this is what I asked for, and I got what I asked for, and it was just neat how that all worked out. So there might be different reasons why you enjoyed opening all those different Christmas gifts. Or there might be reasons why you still hold on to them to this day. When it comes to the greatest gift God has ever given the world, I want you to think about why that gift holds value. And why Jesus should be considered the greatest gift that any human being could ever receive. So let's talk about this for just a couple of minutes. The first reason why Jesus, God's great gift, holds value is because of where he came from, who he came from, and really kind of why he was given. When, uh, when God loved the world, it didn't just say that he said he loved the world, it said he did something to show the world his love. He gave his only begotten son. Jesus is what God gives to us. God loves us so much that he chose to give us his son, to be our savior, to be our Lord. So with those different gifts that you received, right, whether it was guns or a baseball glove, um, a book, Haley's Jeep, right, you, you stop thinking about all these things. Where did those gifts come from? Who did they come from? Parents, what? Grandma, Grandpa, Zach said Chinese people. They probably didn't make half of them, right? And hey, listen to that right there. Bob said somebody who loved us. Jesus is of great value because it shows that there is someone who loves us. And it's not just a human being. It's God the Father in heaven, the one who made heaven and earth, loves you enough to give you the greatest gift he could ever give, his son. Jesus holds value because God gave him. And he loved us so much that he wanted to give it. Right? And then we keep going on here, and here's what we discover. That Jesus really is God's gift to the world. Now, I know this is going to be a foreign concept to some of you, but what do you have to do in order to receive a gift? Do what? Well, not be good. Yeah. My parents never took away a Christmas present because I was bad. I mean, they, they didn't. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we might take a Christmas present away from Brant this year. We'll see. But 
Bob has another good answer back here. What do you have to do to receive a gift? You just accept it, right? So, uh, where, is he in here? Where's Blaze? There he is. Blaze over there. So, when you, you came around earlier tonight and you handed me that Bluetooth speaker, what did I have to do in order to get it? I just had to, I just had to accept it, right? It was a gift. In other words, God gave Jesus to the world in this sense. He is letting us have Jesus and thus letting us have life. We don't have to do anything to earn God's love. He already loves us enough that he gave us his only son. Did you know that? God didn't go, well, hang on just a minute. Let me make sure that Zach is good enough for me to send my son Jesus. Or let me make sure that Mr. Tom is going to do well enough in life for me to love him enough to send my son Jesus. God didn't do that. He loved the world, and so he sent his son. He gave his son to the world. But verse 16 says we have to accept, we have to receive that gift, and we do so by faith, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So would Haley have ever wrecked her Jeep into the Christmas tree if she never got in her Jeep and drove it? If she never enjoyed the gift she received. It wouldn't have happened. It wouldn't have happened. What, uh, what about Daryl and his Mickey Mantle baseball glove? What if he never opened that present? There'd still be a Mickey Mantle baseball glove inside the box, right? But if he didn't receive the gift, it wasn't going to be of any value to him. Jesus holds value when we receive the gift that God has given to us. Hey, listen. Listen, and, and, and don't miss this. No matter what, Jesus is God's son. No matter what. No matter what, Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world, and he rose again. No matter what. But Jesus is only your savior if you accept the gift that God's given to you. He holds value when we place our faith in him. He holds value because of where he's come from. He's come from God. God loved us. He gave us his only son. He holds value when we place our faith in him, when we receive the gift that God's given to us, right? And then we find out uh, something else interesting. Verse 17 says, God didn't send his son into the world to judge the world. How many of you ever heard that before? I don't want to go to church because they'll judge me there, something like that. I don't want to come to Jesus because I'll feel like I'm judged, right? God tells these people, I didn't send my son into the world to judge the world. I sent my son into the world to save the world, that the world might be saved through him. Verse 18 says, the one who believes in him is not judged, but he who does not believe has been judged already. Why? Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. If you don't receive the gift that God has given you, you don't get to enjoy the benefits of that gift. If you don't place your faith in Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, you don't get eternal life. You don't get love or hope or joy or peace from God. Why? Because you've refused to open the gift he's offered. Do you think God in heaven is sitting up there going, well, I'm going to give my son for the world, but I hope people don't believe in him. I hope that there's somebody out there that just says, I don't want any Jesus. Do you think God the Father has that attitude seated on the throne of heaven? No. In fact, I think God the Father wants every single person he's ever created to come to believe in Jesus so they can experience eternal life with him in heaven. What do you think? I think that's what scripture teaches. 
if God loved the world, the whole world enough to give his only son, I think he loves the world enough to want the whole world to open that gift, to receive and to accept his son Jesus as Lord of their life. You see, God didn't send Jesus into the world to damn people to hell for eternity. That's where humankind was already destined to spend eternity. When we sin, our sin is viewed as unrighteousness in the eyes of a holy God. And because we've sinned, we're destined to spend eternity in hell, separated from God forever. But God loved us so much that he did not want that to happen to any of us. And not just any of us here in this room, but anybody in the entire world. That's why he gave his son. For we have to receive him by faith in order for that gift to become of value in our hearts and in our lives. Verse 19 goes on to say, This is the judgment that light has come into the world, and men love the darkness rather than the light because their deeds were evil. I heard this story one time of a father and his little girl. And this little girl had a string necklace. It was, it was a pearl necklace, but it was fake pearls. See, she had just gotten it from the dollar store, and she thought it was the neatest thing that she had ever seen in her life. Her mom wore a pearl necklace. She now had this necklace that she could wear around to look like mom, all pretty, had this necklace on. Every night at bed, she would take her necklace off and lay it there on top of her dresser, and then she would go to sleep. Well, her father decided that he was going to do something very special for her one Christmas. So he bought her a real pearl necklace. It was something of value. He paid a good bit of money for this. And he thought, oh, she's going to love it. I'm going to bring it to her. And he thought, this is the perfect way to give her this gift. I'm not going to wrap it and put it under a box under the tree. I said, I'm going to do something special for her. So it came time at night. She'd been wearing her her. Uh, pretend pearl necklace all day long and she's taking off to lay it on her dresser and her dad says here would would you give me your necklace I've got something else that I want to give you something better and she clenched it in her fist and she said "Mm, I I don't think so and her dad said sweetheart I've, I've got something that you are going to love I mean this is of so much more value than what you're holding in your hand Would you just let it go so that I can give it to you? No, this is mine. I like it. I want it. I'm going to keep it. I don't want you to take it, and I don't want what what you're going to give me. I want this. All the while, her dad, in the palm of his hand, right behind his back, is holding a genuine pearl necklace. He's wanting to exchange her and trade her. Something better, something greater, something that she would have loved and enjoyed even more than what she had. But she was satisfied with what she had already. Listen to me, understand this. There's a lot of people in this world who don't want Jesus because they think what they're holding on to is better than Jesus. But the truth is, it's not. It's not. It never is. It might bring you temporary happiness. It might bring you pleasure for a moment. It might make you even joyful at times, but there is nothing that will give you hope, love, joy, and peace like God's Son Jesus will. And all the while, God is calling people all over the world to come to Him and place their faith in His Son. But yet people are going, well, hang on, hang on. God, I don't know about this. God, I've had this for a long time. God, I don't know if I want to let go. And it might be 
who knows what. It might just be that they like to be the boss of their own life. They don't want to surrender themselves to Jesus and let him be Lord and take over. That's too scary, so they hold on. It might be drugs. It might be alcohol. It might be immoral relationships that they have with other people. It might be all the money in the world that they've got. They feel like they're the richest and wealthiest person on the planet, and they don't want to give up what they're holding. But all the while, God's holding something better. Jesus, Jesus holds value because he himself is of great value. He's the true light that came into the world that enlightens every person. When you see Jesus, everything else pales in comparison to it. But John said, this is the judgment that the lights come into the world and men love the darkness rather than the light. We like to hold on to our fake pearls instead of accepting God's genuine gift to us in his son Jesus. He says, everyone who does evil hates the light and doesn't come to the light for his fear his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifested as having been wrought in God. Jesus holds value. He is God's greatest gift to humanity because of those three reasons and probably some others as well. He holds value because he came from God. God gave him to the world because he loved the world. He holds value when we receive him by faith because when we receive him by faith, he gives us eternal life. And he holds value because he himself is of greater value than any rich or tr rich, riches, treasure, wealth that this world could ever offer to you. And so here's all I'm going to ask you to do tonight. I'm going to ask you, if you would, to bow your heads and close your eyes. And I'm going to ask you to just put both hands on top of your knees there in your lap. And I want you to leave them open. And I want you to leave them up. And here's what I want you to do. You can whisper this prayer. You can say it out loud if you want to. But would you just say this to God the Father right now as he listens to you in heaven? God, thank you for Jesus. He is the greatest gift that could ever be given. Father God, we come to you tonight acknowledging that your son Jesus is the greatest gift that could ever be given to humanity. Lord, I pray that amidst and amongst all the hustle and bustle over these next couple of days, that we remember the one who came to this earth to die for our sins and to rise again. God, that we'd remember you loved us enough to send him, to give him for us and to us. God, I pray that we'd also remember that when we accept him by faith, when we receive him into our lives, into our hearts, that he gives us exactly what he promises, eternal life with you forever. And God, I pray that we'd remember who Jesus is, not just who he was on the pages of Scripture, he did everything the Bible says he did. He said everything the Bible says that he said. But Jesus still saves people to this day when they call on his name. He is so much greater than anything that this world has ever offered or could ever offer in the future. So Lord, let us remember him. 
your great gift to the world. God, we pray for those that we know who haven't yet received Jesus into their hearts. God, may you help them realize just how great Jesus is. God, may you help them experience true joy and peace, love and hope through belief in him. God, would you save our family members and our friends? Would you give us the opportunities to share about this gift with them? It's in the name of Jesus we pray. And everybody said.